From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This 22. is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. At the time of this recording, it is March 7th, and it's pretty warm outside for March. Yes. Um, it, it is, right? What's funny is it feels like spring, and as late as our podcasts come out sometimes, I don't know if you'll get this by spring, but guess what? We'll be out before baseball, so that'll be good. Um, I don't believe that. <laughs> wow. I think so. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 211. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me as always is the man whose eagle eye observations can deconstruct any film just like Edna Mode deconstructs superhero outfits. He is Mike, also known as MFG. No capes. Ah. (laughs) As we're finally back, as what it feels like forever, and I'm back with a horribly described movie, but this one is really easy, or is it? Uh Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right, so here we go. The first time a melancholy goalie met with a group of teenagers to over- overcome the tragic loss of his mother. Wow. And Got it. that answer will be back right at the end of the quick news. Oh, man. I, for, for once, I think I'm stumped. That's lies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and our other illustrious host is the man whose forgiveness of flawed films is almost as gracious as the Catholic Church with their messed up priest. He is RT squared, Rob the Tech. Please never compare me to the church. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it just it was the only thing that sounded like absurdly forgivable. And I go, that's rough. Yeah. So, yeah. And you know, he never leaves a child behind. Oh, <laughs> gong. That's a gong right there, dude. Why are you not pressing it? Go ahead, Ralph. It's a long gong. All right. <laughs> so, I didn't even hear the gong, but okay. So. The other day, while I was doing my taxes, putting in numbers and calculating how much money I owe and how much money is owed to me, just all these facts and figures just coming right at me, you know, wild and and quick and and, and dirty and, and, and I'm dodging numbers and I'm doing all kinds of stuff. And right as before, I'm going to press the submit button to send my taxes away and be done with it. Until the next year, a thought occurs to me. Maybe plants are really farming us. Now, now, listen here. Listen. (laughs) They give us oxygen until we eventually expire. And then we turn into mulch where they can consume. Wow. Think about it. (laughs) Think about it. It's a possibility. It's a very good possibility. All right. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not- it's, like, it's like saying my cat's in charge of me. I don't know if I can totally buy that oh, idea. Your cat okay. is definitely in charge of you. Yeah, your cat's in charge. Yeah, of you. My, my cat's too fat. He can't even move. Oh, and why? <laughs> right, is he which mm-hmm. and rich. And then how does he get his food? Oh, that's right. You bring that. What does he do with his 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 poop? Oh, you clean that. Exactly. <laughs> when wow, he wants okay. love and affection, who scratches behind his ear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, let, let's move off my cat and off your 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 your, your plant rules universe um, theory, and let's talk about what we're here for. So today's episode is about a Batman movie, but not the one that you're thinking of. This is the animated version or the animated movie, and it comes in two parts. It's based off of a well-known Batman bunch of novels, but does this story translate well in animated form? Today, we will be discussing part one and part two of Batman, Long Halloween. But first, Mike likes my intros to be short and quick, right? So here's one for you. MFG stands for Mike, first go. Sounds caveman, but you get what I mean. So (laughs) with some geek news to go, here's Mike and his quick news. And now. The Quick News, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. And that Quick News announcement was brought to you by Sadness and Tears, underwritten by Little Snuffy. 
You know, wouldn't that intro to be short and quick? Can't we just get Speedy Gonzalez to do it from now on? Like, yeah, Spanish, that one? <laughs> All righty. If you guessed that Amazon's acquisition of Comixology would go unnoticed by readers, you guess wrong, oh bespeckled one. A few weeks ago, Amazon launched a new app for its digital comic platform, Comixology, and a new Amazon native online storefront. And yes, you will have to have an Amazon account to use the new app. The Gasp. changes are affecting users and creators negatively. Wham! Went the oh-so-needed screen-filling double-page display. Kapow! Went the panel-by-panel -panel and zoom-in functionalities. Poof! Went creator credits from book listings on the storefront. Comixology users based outside the U.S. will have their existing subscriptions switched off automatically and possibly permanently. Yeah. Smaller creators who relied on the Comixology submit program to self-publish and format comic book media will now use Kindle Direct Publishing, which will require manual formatting for transitions between panels. The entire back catalog published by smaller creators through Comixology Submit will need to be re-uploaded and reformatted by creators in order to be available on the new site. And of course, you knew this was coming. Smaller creators will earn less as Comixology Submit's 50-50 split will be replaced by Kindle Direct Publishing's 65-35 Mafia-style take. But at least Whoa. we have the comfort of knowing Jeff Bezos is laughing at us from the comfort of his spaceship. <laughs> what? Yeah. That is, I mean, if one piece of bad news is like a lump of coal, that right there felt like a bunch of lumps of coal in one big sack and you smacked us in the face. Yeah, that, that's just pretty amazing. Wow. Face. So they wait. smacked you in the balls, my friend. So yep. they got rid of, yeah, they got rid of all of the things that made comicsology um, fun to read. And then on top of that, mess with the creator's cut. And also, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And making them reformat it in order for all their old work to be seen. They've got to do all this work to get it to work again. I'm like, wow, that's, wow. that's just something else. Oh man! I mean, yeah. I well, hopefully with this, and I think what makes it difficult is because you know Amazon bought it up. You know, um, to start to have a, a an independent company rival it, it would just be too difficult. Yeah, I guess so. But hopefully, someone out there will get their, their brains together and figure out something else. Yeah, well, one can hope. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. What else you got there, Mike? Well, I just had this one more piece of news because wow. no one ever demanded it. HBO Max is developing a Wonder Twins live action film. The siblings from Planet XOR, created by Norman Maurer, William Hanna, and Joseph Barbara, debuted in 1977's all-new Super Friends Hour, along with their Blue Monkey Gleek. The film is being written and directed by Black Adam screenwriter Adam, here's good luck with this name, um, Sitkio, with Mar Marty Bowen and Wick Godfrey. For the hoes at home that refuse to dig into nerd history, the brother and sister space twins, Zan and Jaina, activate their species native abilities by touching each other in order to transform into anything water related and any animal, respectively. So far, no production date has been given. Wonder twins, they're actually gonna go through it. Yep. Well, what's funny is, I don't know if Ralph felt this way, but when you said, you know, um, they, they activate their powers when they touch each other, I'm like, that just sounded bad. And I yeah. know how the Wonder Twins work, but the way you phrase them, like, it just felt like I... Ugh. Yeah, it was like, I kept trying to figure out how to put it better, and I'm like, well, this they is actually accurate. Fists. They bump Well, fists, they don't have Mike. to, because remember, many times when to change back, how would they change? He would put up a little spout of water, she touched her nose to as an animal, and they would change. I mean, like, they don't... As long as they make physical contact, that's all they have to do, you know? <laughs> See, I would have taken physical contact over there. Yeah, touch, touch each, each other. other just sounds so much. <laughs> oh more. goodness, just so much like... more after dark. <laughs> yeah, we still have to come yeah. with that after dark. <laughs> oh, look at you, episode sixty-nine. Shout out to Tips and Tom. <laughs> so wait, Mike, that's all your quick news. That is all the quick news. Hence okay. the name. Okay, so then now let's get to um, the horribly described movie, what? which Aren't I'll probably ask flunk. You I have some quick news. No, I do that after the horribly described. You sure? Oh, yeah. Okay, let me do it now. Rob, do you have any quick news? Yes, I do. Shut Ooh. up. Yeah. Uh, he comes back from Spain with quick news. By the way, Ralph just came back from Spain. Yeah. In case anybody See. asked. Good job. Um, <laughs> so, for you anime fans out there, is some big news. There is a, mm. a new big daddy on the block. So, I don't know if you're aware of this. Crunchyroll mm -hmm. and Funimation are right. now 
Crunchyroll. What? They didn't, they didn't just go for Crunchy Fun? No. no. So, um, so Crunchyroll is a Sony property, right? Okay. Sony purchased Funimation. Oh, okay. So no they, way. They're taking all the 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 Funimation library and they're adding it to Crunchyroll, and they they're basically telling you. So I I have both, right? So on the Funimation app, it, it, it literally has a little video that says, "Oh, the new the future is on Crunchyroll." So if you don't have a Crunchyroll subscription, you have to go and set one up and then cancel your Funimation subscription. Wow. Well, at least it consolidates your your um you know your two subscriptions. Did you have to pay more for Crunchyroll now that it, it swallowed up no, Funimation? No, that's that's the best part. That okay. they're still they they haven't increased their rates, so it's still right. so it's like it's like when HBO Max took over DC Universe. You know, you didn't have to like pay for both. You just you know you just had to suffer with a lack of good content. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but at least, at least now it'll be one central place because there were there were a few animes that were only shown on Funimation, especially when they were doing their their broadcasts. So now so, all yeah. all the new animes that come out will all be on Crunchyroll. So cool. so I have to get your Crunchyroll account. Got it. All right. <laughs> I'll save my quick news for later because it has to do with My Hero. Everybody knows I'm a big My Hero fan. Finally, they they released what? um the last movie they fan? came out with what. You're my hero fan. I'm a hardcore my hero fan. Are you and serious? the fact that you're already talking about it, why don't you just tell us quick news now? Yeah. Okay. Well, then fine. <laughs> fuck it. Um, wow. I cursed. Oh man. Um, <laughs> um, well, with um, long story short, um, the third my hero movie came out not came out in August for Japan, October for Americans, and then got rid of it altogether, where you couldn't even stream it. Not even from bootleg streamers. There was no way to find the movie. Finally. They're starting to stream it in Japan as of they just started streaming it February 16th. So it's called um, My Hero Academia World Hero Missions. I had to close my eyes to see the title. Um, And it's even though it's not canon, it's a really good story. Um, And they just started streaming it, but it's not dubbed, it's subbed. So, okay. Nice. you, You actually have to read. Boo. I have, to, I have to look up and down. It's like, it's like watching a foreign movie. I freaking hate it. <laughs> well, you, you are watching a foreign movie. Yeah, but you know, like, like okay, <laughs> damn it, I hate you. <laughs> Could you just tell us tell us that hardly described movie again? All righty, here we go. One more time. The first time a melancholy goalie met with a group of teenagers to overcome the tragic loss of his mother. Friday the 13th, part two. And Ralph, what do you have to say to that? Oh yeah, and because the first one was his mother. Hmm. So, are you, so you're agreeing with me? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, unfortunately, the answer is Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Oh, okay. correct. <laughs> <laughs> Mike knows I'm, I'm not good at the horror stuff because I mean I know some, but it's like all splattered. So splattered. Like my, but like what I know is all over the place. So I was like, is it two or three? I wasn't sure. Uh, it was a gimme for you guys that never get them. Uh, Tinkerbell probably knows it already. Shout out to Tinkerbell. I haven't heard from you in a while. Hope everything's okay. Um, wow. Okay. That was an easy one to, to, to let us into today's um, regular show. But let's go right into it. And let's talk about the HBO Max um, feature, or at least they feature it only on HBO Max, Batman Long Halloween Parts 1 and 2. And with the synopsis, is a man that's probably holding back his other Batman critique for later on when we talk about that one. But he's here to talk about Long Halloween. Mike, also known as MFG. Take it away. Batman The Long Halloween is a two-part animated direct-to-video superhero film produced by Warner Brothers Animation and DC Entertainment. The features uh, were directed by Chris Palmer and written by Tim Sheridan. The films are based on the popular DC Comics storyline of the same name, which was written by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale as a 13-issue limited series way back in 1996. Wow. Yeah. The comic series was followed by two sequels, Batman Dark Victory in 1999 and Catwoman When in Rome in 2004. Batman The Long Halloween Parts 1 and 2 have have an average Rotten Tomatoes rating of Sit down for this one. 100%. Stop. Stop the podcast. And I just got tired of this other group. 
and an IMDb weighted average of 72 out of 100 because Metacritic can suck my balls. <laughs> I'm just tired first. of dealing with them. <laughs> you know. So we're going with IMDb now as the secondary source. Yeah, okay. with their weighted average. So that was a 72 out of 100 for them. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Time for a little synopsis. DC is once again pillaging its reserve of beloved Batman stories for an animated feature. It all begins on Halloween, October 31st. And wait a minute, isn't that how the Robert Pattinson Batman film begins? <laughs> well, anyway, it's the night for ghouls, goblins, and murder, and thus begins a spate of killings on major holidays. Thanksgiving, a drumstick of death. Christmas, a gift for gunfire. New Year's Eve, uh, overpriced entry into your local bar for cheap champagne and a plastic flute. The horror never ends. <laughs> Batman is on the case, which means his rogue gallery is needlessly involved, cuddling it up with Catwoman, jousting with the Joker, playing house with Poison Ivy, and some sewer fun with Solomon Grundy, just to name a few. Oh yeah, and there's also a Two-Face origin story involved here as well. The world's greatest detective never lives up to his title, and when the guilty party is revealed, you'll understand that the Dark Knight is probably Gotham's least effective crime deterrent. Anyhow, starring... Jensen Ackles as Batman Bruce Wayne, Josh Duhamel as Harvey Dent Two-Face, Billy Burke as Commissioner Gordon, Naya Rivera as Selena Kyle, Catwoman, Alistair Duncan as Alfred Pennyworth, Troy Baker as the Joker, Amy Landecker as Barbara Gordon, not that Barbara Gordon, Julie Nathanson as Gilda Dent, Friend um, Tatasiori as Solomon Grundy, Jim Peary as Sal Moroni, Titus Welliver as Carmine Falcone, Jack Quaid as Alberto Falcone, John DiMaggio as Mad Hatter, Robert Atkins Downs as Scarecrow, and Katie Sackhoff as Poison Ivy. Wait, that All was right. Katie Sackhoff? Yes, it was. Oh, that's awesome. I felt the same way when they talked about Catwoman. I was like, that's not the, the late Naya Rivera. I had no idea. Right. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it. Batman Long Halloween Parts 1 and 2. But before we open our mouths and start talking smack, let's press that spoiler button that we've paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Ah, and that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Read all about it, read all about it. Victim found murdered with Stush. na 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 Stush man. <laughs> I wonder what that costume looks like. I'm not even gonna ask. All right, <laughs> all right. So let's talk about it. Batman. Just let Long you know, it's got a tea cozy involved. <laughs> I don't want to koozies. Oh Lord! All right, let's talk about it. Batman Long Halloween Part One and Two. Um, there's so many different ways I wanted to introduce this, but I'll ask this question first. Could these two movies, and we understand that this, these are two movies that are part of one long series, like Mike said, 13, 13 issues. Um, could this, would you suggest somebody watch this in one long sitting or two separate watches? Oh, one long sitting. You do not want to make this go over days and days and days. Okay, Ralph? I would have to agree with the wise man, Mike. You want to watch it all together because if you just drag it out, it will drag out. Right. <laughs> wow, we're already kind of giving away. We're already kind of giving things away right now. All right. Um, real quick, um, I know that we're familiar. We're all familiar with the book, um, the Long Halloween, or the, the I'm sorry, the the storyline, the Long Halloween, the Long Halloween. But did any of you actually read it? Yes. And you read it when it came out, right, Mike? No. You did not. Oh wow. Really? I read it um, eh, somewhere in the early 2000s, but I didn't read it when oh, it came okay. out. All right. Ralph, did you end up reading it? Uh, so when you say read, do you mean like actually like open up a book and read the words? Read the words in the balloons. Yes, correct. Um, I would have to say no. Okay. All right. Well, it looks like looks like I'm I'm actually with Ralph because I out of all the classic Batman books I've read, that's the one I didn't get to read. You haven't read that? I I I, I, I know of the story and also the a lot of it was given away, so it was like, oh, there's no need, except for the main plot, which is Who's Holiday, which we'll get to in a little bit. But um, the reason why I ask is because, um, you know, there's a, there's a look at, and a feel of this book, because I know what the look is, and, they, it, it, and it's written to be very, like, you know, noir, 
um, mystery, murder mystery. Does this feel like the book? And I guess I can only ask Mike because Mike's the only one who's read the book. Um, no, not, I mean, it's this feels like a standard animation, whereas the, the book, um, you know, it's Tim Sale's artwork. I mean, his, his artwork is always great. Um, he's got a very specific way of drawing things. Um, it, it did have much more of a of a noir feel to it, I think, just because of the artist's um, hand. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 this case that often happens, which is the printed material, especially with the still images, and they're so well done and stuff like that. It it shines above the animated. The animated is just getting the story out, whereas the when you're reading any you know book, if it's good and stuff like that, you're getting a feast not only for just the story plot, but you're also getting a feast for the eyes. And this one was just kind of getting, it was just like, you know, someone giving you the information and, and doing it well enough. I mean, the animation isn't horrible in, in this movie, you know, but it's, it's, it's just kind of standard animation. Okay. All right. And, and, I, and I think that Mike had once made this point. I'm not sure if Rob made the same point when we reviewed um, Batman, Batman's Dark Knight Returns when it came to animation. And we talked about the fact that a lot of the things they use in the book, they couldn't use in the animated movie. So it kind of took away from the way it felt. Because it's a lot of like soliloquy and a lot of like, you know, Batman talking in his head. And you really can't replicate that, you know, I mean, as a device in the in, in the animated film. You could. It would just not work well. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, yeah you're right. You could do I it. I mean, could you imagine watching a feature-length Batman with him constantly narrating over it? <clears throat> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Check out next week's pages later and find out the worst of what Mike meant by that. <laughs> so now, anybody who knows our our um, reviewing style will know how I feel about this film by this next question: What do we like about it? <laughs> I it, I really enjoyed that it wasn't part three. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't hate the movie by any means. It's just. It's, uh, I'm talking about what do I like about it? I, I, it, it was nice, uh, seeing more of the, I guess, the, the mob element side to Batman and him supposedly okay. being the detective, which, like I said, in my synopsis, he isn't. It'd be like, you know, not even giving away the ending because we're going to end up telling you anyhow, but it's, he doesn't solve it <laughs> until basically it ends itself, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you're not a great detective. So it's kind of like he's playing at detective and he's not doing a really good job of it. Um, so, but I mean, at least it was nice that it was much more detective oriented than um, a lot of Batman features that we'll get. I did kind of like that. Artwork wise, like I said, it's kind of pretty much your standard artwork for DC animation. So that, you know, wasn't a problem, but it's not, you know, fanfare worthy either. Um, and otherwise, I mean, I don't feel that they did anything new or different with the characters, but yeah, I think everybody was kind of tried and true to the characters that they are for the most part. Okay. Ravi? Um, I did enjoy them bringing a story, a classic story to life because I, I did skim through some of the comic, not the, like, the entire thing, but from what I read, it did seem, uh, more or less. Um, I did enjoy the animation style because it was very reminiscent of the 90s Batman mm -hmm. animation. And that's the one that I grew up on. So it just gave me the the nostalgic feels. Um, the voice acting I thought was pretty well. It took me a while to um, to realize that it was Jensen Echols doing the voice for Batman. because So what threw me off was, was, um, was Conroy the voice of Falcone? No, 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 but uh, Fal uh, which Falcon? I mean, well, he wasn't the voice of any Falcon, uh -huh. but it was Titus Welliver and Jack Quaid as Carmine and Alberto, respectively. Well, so he did a pretty good Kevin Conroy because it, it almost sounded like him. Yeah. So, because for a while, I'm like, wait, uh, how come um, Batman's not Kevin Conroy? You know, like this, this would be like the, the best one to be using. <laughs> But then after Because he's gonna die, so you need other options. Go ahead. Once I realized it was Jensen Echoes, I'm like, oh wait, that's my boy. All right. Yeah. A little supernatural. <laughs> that's right. So let's, let's see what he got. And he did a pretty, pretty yeah, he did a good job, job as Batman. No, I mean, I thought he was just fine. Yeah. Like I didn't reckon I mean, I never unless there's something super duper um, you know, special about someone's uh, voice talent or something like that, I don't tend to notice. And I mean, like I once I saw it was his, you know, I saw his name, I could hear it was him, but otherwise, no, I had no idea it was Jensen Ackles. I just enjoyed the voice. It, it didn't interfere with my Batman, you know. 
I, right. I, I heard it was him because all I heard in my head was, damn it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's I mean, I, I do I do agree that the voice, the voice acting was pretty good. Um, the color palette was, you know, it was all right. Um, I remember it's, it's dark, so it's supposed it, to be like that. Yeah, you know, but sometimes the color palette is dark, but sometimes it's a little bit too muted, which kind of takes mm-hmm. away from it. You know, I felt right. like the color palette was fine. Um, but here's the thing I believe I had an issue with, and I know I, I'm talking about what we liked, but this just kind of hit. I like what they tried to do. I don't like how they executed it. I'm not sure if you noticed it. Did you notice that when um, throughout the entire both movies, besides mostly action sequences, but for the most part of the movie, there was no musical score. Yeah. There was no music in the background. I am the worst person to ever ask about that. I, Unless there's something like either I like the song, if it's something I know, or it does not work all together, I, te- I generally do not notice music in wow, any movie. Okay. I, I just don't. I, I, I People are like, I love this score, but I'm like, I did not hear it, which means you did a good job. I didn't notice Right, it. you shouldn't have to notice it. <laughs> you know. Maybe that's what, that's what, for me, I, I guess, I don't know. Maybe it's me trying to be, get into the mind of the director or whatever, but I felt like they removed the score so that the words could stand out and so that the action could stand out. Well, but yeah. it didn't, but it became more distracting than it did, like, um, emphasize what was good. Even, even when they were doing like the transitions between the the holiday killings, there was no music. It was like right. a, a slightly, maybe like a, a sound effect here or there, but there was no actual score in between. It's almost like someone forgot to add it, and they're like, "Well, it's already out." <laughs> yep, too late. <laughs> no, it's so it's so funny. Like, I mean, you're you're I'm I'm getting you know, uh, like snatches of the movie. You know, like a killing here, a killing there, and I'm like. Couldn't have told you if there was music or not. Wow. Gun to the head, I'd have been like, tracks. yeah, it'd be like 50-50 coin toss. <laughs> Someone's going to die. <laughs> well, now, let me let me ask you, Ralph, kind of like where I asked Mike, because he, he's the one who read the book. Let me ask you, because you noticed that. How did you feel about that effect being used in both movies? The fact that they took out a score, made it all sound effects and dialogue. Did it work? Did it not work for you? Um, That's one of the things that makes the movie longer because thank you i agree because so there's a lot of silence in the movie mm-hmm. you know and you tend to notice the silence you you it's weird so it's so this is a a, a very oxymoronic sense uh, uh sentence you hear the silence more than you do the actual score you know yeah yeah so no, you're you, right. you feel it more if there's a, an actual score underlying the film it it helps distract you from the time that you're that's passing, but you hear the silence and you're and you're like, oh wow, this is really dragging out, you know. So I mean, it's, I, it, I I'm wondering it, if it they... sounds convoluted, but it it kind of makes sense. Because I, and it's funny because when Mike and you both talked about dragging, I felt like pacing was an issue with this with this book. I mean, with the, with this um animation move animated movie, like I felt like. The pacing was slowed down, but I feel like the fact that there was no sound dealt with that. Like when they when they um, go visit um, Maroney, when uh, when um, oh shoot, was it was it Harvey and his wife? Is it Maroney? I don't you remember. Know, <laughs> and and they're out in in the sticks and, and, right. and, and okay. they, you know, like I felt the silence was heavy there. Like like it just felt like because there was long spaces of like no dialogue and and, and pauses and thinking and contemplation. No. That was and I'm one Falcone's daughter and Maroni's oh, that's, it was son. Falcone's daughter and who? Maroni's son. Oh, Maroni's right. Okay, that's why I had it wrong. Okay. Right, but 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 you you know the scene I'm talking about. That's why I mm-hmm. felt like it was when Maroni gets killed. Slower. Yeah, I literally again didn't even notice one way or the other. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, okay. you you could have told me it was all marching band music, and I would have been like, mm, okay, <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was like, actually okay, the theme you. song to Benny Hill. <laughs> I would have noticed that because <laughs> I don't think it would have fit. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I'm so horrible with that, unfortunately. So yeah, I, I, I it's so funny people come out like, and even if it's a great movie that we've seen, and people are like, oh, and that score, and I'm like, I didn't notice any music. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like I'll hear like a like a violin, like you know, like or something like that. But like I. <laughs> Like I said, unless like you know, like but now Guardians, where it's different because it's it's popular music. Like so, the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yes, I noticed the music because I mean that's 
it the, the action revolves around the music at that point. You I know? mean, it's blue suede group. How could you not hear it? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Well, so, so so let's move off the music and move on to the characters. Was there? I mean, because we talked about we've already kind of given away our hands saying that it's dragged, it's a little slow. Um, is Was there any characters that you felt were really well done in this version of The Long Halloween? Like, you know, were there anything that, oh, that they did that really well, or I'm glad they, they focused on this character because he, you know, were there oh. any of them that you liked? Oh, I mean, no, no, no. Um, when it comes to characters, they uh, they really did a good job of, um, there was no character development at all, none. <laughs> Not, not not one damn person. <laughs> you got me, Mike. You got me there. <laughs> no, I thought he was going to say something. I'm like, all right, I got to hear who's going to say. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> one damn person was That developed. sounds about right. <laughs> Including Batman. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was no character development, or at least none that, that did anything for me anyhow. Um, I mean, Catwoman, I guess she would have had the most I dare use the word range <laughs> as far as development. I only because, you know, she, well, we never got her as our normal cat woman. You know, we, she's already helping Batman from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know if she's been the cat woman that had her robbing days or she's still, do- we don't know what she's doing really. Right. Which is also confusing. Cause like, you know, he would hint that she still steals, but then she didn't steal. Um, but then you know, she but then she's looking for, to see who her 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 mother is, and you know, then we see that she may have gotten some satisfaction of finding out in the end. That's probably the biggest thing, you, or the closest thing you'll get to a character arc in this movie. Hmm. You know? Interesting, Ralph. Um, I'd have to agree with the wise one again. There, there's not much character development, even like even Bruce. Slash Batman at the end still is like in the same place, even after being like uh, held captive by Ivy, who clearly abused him sexually and mentally. Yeah, that's just lost right on over. You know, like, <laughs> it, it wasn't like like she had him under her thrall. I mean, you knew it was a while because you saw the last time we saw him was at a funeral after New Year's Eve. So, you right. know, it's at least within a week. You know, because um, well, you know, the Maronis uh, or the Falcons—they're not um, Jewish, so you knew it wasn't like within 24 hours. But you, you know, most funerals are within a week, mm-hmm. some point. So you figure it's only been a week after New Year's Eve, and then next thing you know, it's like spring. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay, first of all, no one's noticed this guy is gone um, or yeah. acting weird. But I'm like, you do, you just know there was something sexual going on here, and it's like we're just. DC, can we just stop with the casual rape? Apparently, <laughs> you know. So according to Batman, go ahead. Yeah. According to what what um, Selena says, he did make public appearances with Ivy on his arm. Right. So right, she, she and I think it was beyond. I want to say it, it was. I could have sworn they said it was past Valentine's Day where they picked up yeah. the story. So we already know that's a month. We already know that's a month and change. But I think. I think it was um well the Valentine's Day remember we saw it pass because we mm-hmm. saw the um like the Valentine's Day shooting like this was um no this was now spring I think we were what what's the next was it, um, 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 Saint um, Patrick's Day Saint Patrick's yeah. Day because it was before Saint Patrick's Day then okay so this was now like what March April was when Saint Patrick's Mar- Day? Mar- March, yeah, March 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 so yeah so it's like you know so now you're at, at about two months at this point wow yeah 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 I mean and that and that actually was one of the more interesting interesting. Um, pieces of the movie to watch, you know, we're wondering how long is it going to take for Batman to snap out of that, you know, trance with what Ivy and he's yeah, signing not at all. <laughs> you know, but also what I what I've had to love was, and again, we know it's it's comic book movie. This has nothing to do with the movie because it's just actually I don't think this happens because it's been a while since I read the book. It doesn't happen in the book. She, if I remember correctly, she um, Ivy uh, manipulates Superman. Oh. And then, of course, there's a little fight going on there before you know Batman you know clears that out. Um, but for this, like I said, so be char- be- beyond the casual rape that you just know is happening, um, also it's just like okay, so Catwoman's going. Yes, I saw you made public appearances with Ivy. Well, the fact that she's poisoning Ivy and everybody knows she's poisoning Ivy means that she's probably been arrested. If she's been arrested for doing what Poison Ivy does, she's probably still supposed to be in jail. The fact that anyone could recognize her as Poison Ivy on TV. <laughs> In public appearances, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, arrest her, Mike, maybe. 
Mike, Mike, you're breaking the movie. What are you doing? Stop. Stop. <laughs> but it was just that thing like that. No, I think the movie broke the movie. Yeah, I think the movie broke the movie. When that was said like that, I'm like, so then no one arrested Ivy? She's got to be wanted. She had to have escaped. Well, clearly <laughs> yeah. the rule is if a billionaire playboy vouches for you, you're huh. free to go. Well, that is actual real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, that's, that's unfortunately real life. Truth. <laughs> uh, oh, so now we get that. Okay. <laughs> well, meanwhile, my, my, Mike's gong didn't go off before, but okay. All right. <laughs> um. So, wow. So it sounds like there's a lot about this movie that, that, that we didn't like. I mean, well, I mean, um, my question is that, not to cut you off on there is like, but what did we feel about the overall part? Like, like the, the actual mystery part of the movie? So, um, if this is the world's greatest detective, it, it, so it just reminded me of Clue, where they kept accusing people and each person they accused ended up dead. <laughs> that's that's yeah. how you struck them off your list of suspects. It's like, it's like it's, you're not a detective when all your suspects are dead. <laughs> you know? uh, J'accuse. It's, uh, it was the clown. Oh, the clown is dead? Okay, who's next? Uh, all right. <laughs> it was the chef. Oh no, no, the chef is also the dead. chef died. He was he was eaten to death by the clown. It was the maid. <laughs> oh, the maid yeah. is dead. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, and that's exactly I'm, what it was like. I'm interested because I know that Ralph and I both had not read the book, even though I kind of knew a lot of stuff that was going on. I didn't know who the killer was. You wouldn't know if you had read the book either. <laughs> really, it's not the same killer. No. No. Oh, okay. So. Oh no. That that shitty ending was unique to this movie. <laughs> really? So who was oh, the yeah. killer in the book? Um. Uh. The son. Uh. The, yeah. Falcon's son. Really? Oh, really? So that's who I thought they were gonna. Do that's it. what I thought it was initially. But I was like, yeah. why is it too easy to be that? It, it, it's as part one. It's too easy. It can't be him. And then when he died, I was like, oh, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like I mean, because I think I think even then he fakes his death in the in the book. I'm trying to remember oh. it. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I believe he fakes his death, and then you know, so that that's to, to throw you off the scent even in the book. But you know, so you're saying there's a better version. It's called the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You sound like Ralph. So <laughs> <laughs> there was um, there was one thing that was like a little bit confusing. Um. Does did at that point did Selena know Bruce was Batman, and did Bruce know Selena was Catwoman? Because when when he shows up on the boat, right, mm-hmm. and um, he, the 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 guy deduces that he's Bruce, um, and then she goes Bruce, like like for the first time. Like, like she's like realizing this for the first time. Dumb move, by the way. Go ahead. Right. It, yeah. it seemed that way, right? And then, well, I thought she was just yelling, Bruce, as in like he was. Yeah, in I danger. thought she was yelling, Bruce, also to call. Like, like another instead of like yelling, Batman, she was like Bruce. You know, like right. I, that's what I got the feeling of. Still but then, dumb. But, but he didn't like react like if if it's like oh you know my secret identity kind of a thing you know. Right. I think we're supposed to have gotten the feeling that she knows. I mean, that's. That's what I got. But yes, it was very unclear because, you know, like it's not like she references his name otherwise, you know, or or pulls off his mask, you know, and like gives him a or something. like it was just very much. It was still the feel of, you know, the cat and mouse feel. But but then she Cause, seemed to know because because oh. before that, um, when Bruce and Selena break up, right, he then I, see, they see each other later on as Catwoman and Batman and Batman. Yeah, but and, but I think like. You know, she, she's like flirting with him and all this. I'm yep, like, yeah, but I think, I think, I mean, I could be wrong. I think that I was going to mention that that part on the boat earlier when they break up. She, I think it's supposed to be a, a hint of we can't do, we can't be together anymore because of our secondary lives. Now, the fact that they flirt afterwards when they're in costume, you know, it makes it more confusing, but they don't, but they don't make it clear. But I think that scene was supposed to serve as they do know who they are. You know, but that's why they can't live this life. Well, it was super confusing. It was. It was. <laughs> and that's I mean, not the rum talking. That's like it was super confusing. Nobody knows about the rum except for you, bro. <laughs> oh, everybody knows about the rum. I bet. I bet. Why is the rum gone? <laughs> um. So let's also talk about the 
the storyline that's woven in, which is the whole Harvey Dent um, origin story. How do we? Fe- I, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm throwing it out there anyway. How do we feel about that? I mean, Christopher Nolan didn't do a good job, and this one doesn't do much better. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what? it's it's fine. I mean, it's it's Two Face has a crappy origin to be. You know, I mean, his his origin. There's nothing special about it. It's like one of those where you're like, as long as you're not telling me he got you know damaged by hard water and suddenly got split personalities. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know it's just as good as any other way of, of showing it i just thought that like uh i thought it was funny that i'm like you guys haven't noticed he's kind of insane already <laughs> you know like he's he's he just he just needed an excuse <laughs> to go around killing people you know so <laughs> i i did think it was uh interesting that they showed that the psychosis was already there and right. and that the the melting of the face was just an excuse for his personality to his his split personality to actually surface which is actually more which is better than believing that you know like where so many other renditions are like it's the acid in his scarred face that made him immediately turn it's like no this is much more believable that you were already like kind of psychotic a little bit you're kind of already off now you've kind of like yeah i I did like the fact that they used that as a sort of red herring to throw you off the scent of the real killer, you know, because for a while you're, okay. th- yeah. you're thinking, oh, the killer is Harvey, but it's he's it's his second personality that takes over, and he doesn't right. realize what's going on. And I did like that. Yeah. So yeah. I, okay. I mean, that, that, yeah, was about, I like, probably, that was probably the only kind of cool thing that they tried to hint at. You know, Wait, you know, it's interesting, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, did that ending because it ends up being spoilers. Harvey's wife being the killer. Did it not feel like um, Identity Crisis, where um, where the killer ends up being Sue Dibney? Say that again. Okay, if I'm right, Identity Crisis is the one where. Um, okay, wait, 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 hold on. That's just wrong. Oh. <laughs> that part's wrong. Sue Dibney was killed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was um um the was it um what's his name's wife the Adams. Ex-wife, right? Yeah, that was the killer, and her name is what the hell? Is Can't it? remember her name. But what okay, I'm saying not, is, you know, to me, but go ahead. Yeah, but 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 the, I kind of because I uh, I was exposed to that comic book, to have her as a suspect was always in the back of my mind. I was like, but it could still be her. But it could still be her. And then it was showing like, you know, he wasn't giving her enough attention, and she, you know, they had their their, their whole conflict. And I always thought that, but I was wondering if anybody else made that connection or that connection. I mean, I with- did only because of the fact that all the clues seemed to like, you know, it was just the way they made the character. But at the same time, and again, we know it's comic books, but like, you know, throw me a little something. She's like 80 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like holidays, like jumping over buildings, you know, like, you know, jumping rooftops, avoiding the Batman like crazy. And basically looking just, physically you know, posing in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And looking and looking very manly. Like, wasn't like you saw like this elaborate, like, you know, um that's what shoulder you know, pads are for yeah like yeah like some elaborate like structure beneath the coats showing how she was trying to fool everyone and believing she was a man it's like like a scooby-doo yeah. villain yeah you know um <laughs> yeah I mean, so that that part was a little bit like yeah i mean but yeah i mean i kind of figured it was her but because it also was it was no one else that was that interesting since that you know once they killed off the other guy and i'm thinking well he could have faked his death but it doesn't seem like they're going that way so i'm like yeah I guess it'll be her and she was also drab. It, it was like you didn't even care if she was the killer. <laughs> You're like, I, I don't care. Well, so, question. They never flat out said it, but like she was raped, right? No, she's no, saying no. that she was in love with um whatever his name is, Julian. With Falcone's Falcone's son, Alberto. Yeah, Alberto. Yeah, you know, she was in love with him. They were going to get married. She was pregnant. What right. she was, what she was saying was that she was forced into have a, having an abortion. Right. Oh, okay. Which of all the things, since they cursed twice in this movie, I'm like the word abortion. You couldn't say, <laughs> you know, um, because yeah, so kids. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it kids. was confusing because she yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, she was so vague. I'm like, well, did they take your kid? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she birthed it and they took it. You yeah. know, because it was very vague, and I'm like. She made but, it yeah, seem so, like she was tortured for like a while or something, and then and it yeah. made her lose the baby. Yeah, or something like that. But yeah, so basically they just forced her into an abortion, and now she, you know, and then of course, and forced the breakup on top of it, you know. 
Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, definitely, you know, something sad, but yeah, it didn't move the movie along. <laughs> if there's anything that we can say good about the movie, and I don't know if you guys agree with me, and I know that we're not talking about the Batman movie, the Batman until the next podcast, but do you feel like watching Long Halloween for somebody who's a Batman novice is a good primer for watching the Batman movie? To get familiar with characters and relationships. I mean, I would, I would say probably reading the book would be a, a better primer just so you could see the elements of the long Halloween in the new film. But not necessarily if you don't want to read, I guess watching it could give you an yeah, idea. If you had never ever somehow heard of Batman, I mean, it's not the worst introduction to him, but I mean, no, I mean, I, I at this rate, I would just say just watch the animated series, you know? Because <laughs> like, you know? the, the reason why I say that, <laughs> the only reason why I say that, because I was watching the movie with Lady J, shout out to Lady J, and um, she watched with me The Long Halloween, got to watch it again before we did the review. And then we saw The Batman, and because it was some of the things in The Long Halloween that they use in the Batman, it became a lot more easier to like, oh, the Maronis, oh, you know, Falcon, you know, so it, it just came, right. you know, easier, you know, like, like oh, okay, I just kind of saw this. Right, I mean, well, that, I mean, helps in its own way. I mean, you could also say, if you watch the first season of uh, Gotham, you'd have gotten the same information, well, we you want, know. Who'd want to do that? <laughs> I, I, the first season was fun, <laughs> you know, and it was actually about the mob war, which actually was really good. I enjoyed that aspect of it, and I'm not even a mob movie person i don't really like mob movies very often but i enjoyed that part about them you say see mike don't mike don't like mafia movies same yeah you say that with a complete collector's edition of the godfather and your al capone posters in your back room Mm -hmm. (laughs) my god i just watched to see a dead horse's head that's my kink (laughs) no um (laughs) where's the gun for that one Oh my gosh, I gotta call these things out now. Yeah, that's how it works. It's how it works. It's how um, it works. It's always worked this way. But I was just, I mean, it's like there's little things that are in the movie that, um, like, I, I, more and more as everything Batman, I, I don't care if it's comics, hearing it, reading it, hearing about it, the animations or the movies, I'm like, and you've heard me say this a few times already on, on different podcasts, I'm like, yeah, Batman is the more you get of him and the more they want to write him the way they write him, it's like he is the worst thing to happen to Gotham. It's like he he doesn't help at all. He's he's actually got to be helping the crime rate go up. Beyond the fact of like not even going along the line of like, well, you know, he dresses in the mask and the crazies are doing the same thing, but like he doesn't make a dent in any of the crime. It's it's the most it's still the most crime rated place in the world. One of my favorite things had to be in the in the, the cartoon here, the, the animated feature here, was there is that room of money. It is a warehouse of money. Now I'm not even going to bore everybody with the entirety of the math, but I did a rough calculation, just, I mean, not even to, to do a room, just to give you an idea, the size of money and generally like stacks of money in movies are hundred dollars. So, you know, it's going to be $10,000 a stack, something like that. Um, so if you think of a normal, like, you know, how you get those, um, those pallets of money that you'll see in like, you know, you'll see it in, um, like in a bank, like uh, breaking bad, you know, they'll open up the, the you know, right. they'll open up some like storage room and it's like a pallet of money. An average pallet is 48 inches by 40 inches. Okay. So it's about four feet by a little bit less than four feet. That would have about $25 million on that pallet. And that's only, and that's also only if you go up about four feet. All right. These stacks, remember, Catwoman was jumping into the rafters to go up there. There had to be at least a billion dollars worth of money in there. And so first of all, like two things that shows wow. you how out of touch he is. He's just like, he's like, I'm surprised you didn't take the money, which I'm like, first of all, how do you think she was going to move it? Um, but I'm surprised he didn't take the money. He goes, you could have lived a nice life. And I'm like, it's like a billion or more dollars in there. That's an understatement. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but, but then it's like, oh, Batman found all this money. That's, that's blood money, crime money. You know, it's da, 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 da. Hey, you could take that and, you know, give it out to charities or you could burn down the whole building <laughs> full of cash that could have helped the citizens of Gotham, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, you're just... You're not for the people, are you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and then, because we have to get to it, we've got to get to the ending of the film. And mm-hmm. let's just see how Batman's values get once he realizes that Gilda Dent, Harvey Dent's wife, 
has been the Halloween killer. And now let us also stress things that, I mean, I don't have a, a count, but like she didn't kill one person per holiday. I mean, sometimes she did, you know, like when Halloween is one person, you know, she killed one person on New Year's Eve, you know, da, da, da. but then like Valentine's Day, she gunned down a room full of people. When Batman, I, was it still Halloween or something? Or would it have been, no, it was around Thanksgiving when he's chasing Mickey Chen, which by the way is really funny because Mickey Chen's last name wasn't Chen in the book. Mickey, Mickey as the name Irish would make you think it was an Irish gang and suddenly it was now an Asian gang in the movie, but she chases down Mickey Chen. Remember, she kills the entire lot of people in that restaurant. Mm -hmm. So she's not just like, oh, I killed Falcone's sister and brother and son. And no, 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 no. You've mass murdered. So Batman has now realized that Gilda Dent is Holiday, who has murdered what? 20 to 30 people by this point? Easy that we've seen, you know. And what does he what does he do? He lets her go. Let's her go. Oh, but but not just lets her go. After she gives the story about like, you know, what happened to her, pregnant, you know, forced abortion, blah, 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 blah. Are you done? Can you promise me that you're done? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. That's it. Like, like I understand that these may have been my, like, I'm not even talking about the Falcons, but like these other guys are like part of the Chinese gang. I mean, they're in the gang, sure, but you know, they got moms and dads, they're probably supporting. They probably have kids of their own, but eh, we don't need justice or anything like that. <laughs> like, you know, like Batman is supposed to be bringing in criminals for. I, I'm vengeance until, until it has nothing to do with me, then, you know. <laughs> I am the knight. I am vengeance. I'm going home. Yeah, you're not going to do anything, right? <laughs> you, you promise I, I not to kill there. anymore? All right. That's good. Yeah. I'm like, is that how he talks to criminals into Goth? I mean, to Arkham? <laughs> hey, Joker, you done? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> you know, <All> right. <laughs> I just, I just couldn't believe that was the I end was they very I was very surprised. And now that you say that that Al Alberto was the killer in the book, I'm now I gotta read the book. <laughs> yeah, if it's not Alberto, if it's not him, it's I it's maybe his nephew, I think. I think that's the way it is. But I'm I just don't remember something I, like I gotta, his nephew I still gotta check it out. Like that. But yeah. Regardless, I gotta check it out. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that, that ending got me the the the, the end ending I, I still I also found that oh, by the way that um the Halloween thing because it's now Halloween again by the time we get to the wrap up of the movie. So it's been a year. Right. Um, so by the way, our world's greatest detective who didn't figure it out until the very end when he was all his suspects were dead, took him a year to solve a simple murder spree. By the way, <laughs> this is a man that has a plan for everything. <laughs> you know, took him a year to find a simple housewife as the murderer. Um, was it the paper boy? What the paper boy's dead? Okay, not him. <laughs> Batman, if you just say their name, they die. <laughs> That's you're just a god at this point. You've got Alfred, to stop all that <laughs> man. He's like, Bruce, stop writing down. That's not a notebook, that's the death note. Stop writing in there. <laughs> <That's a death laughs> <note>. <laughs> just stop writing things down. Oh um, so, but what I love is so it opens up like he says, opens up Halloween and ends on Halloween, which the same point is I mean, you're supposed to be showing about how he's lived a closed life and now it's a little bit more open, in but he's just hope. like, you know, Master Bruce, you know, like you think you know, Alfred's putting out the kid, kid, um, candy for kids. And you're like, okay, even though Alfred goes like, yeah, I, I undo all of the safety features of the manor grounds just so that maybe kids might walk up here and knock on the door for Halloween. But also, Batman doesn't live in the heart of the city. Nope. And, and all the, and including this cartoon, you have to like drive and drive and drive and drive and drive to the only house for miles and they <laughs> around own there. All that land. Yeah, he owns all of that land. It's just emptiness for miles around that house. Then to walk, again, stress, to walk up that long-ass driveway to knock on his door. <laughs> and he's wondering why he doesn't get any Halloween visitors. <laughs> you know? Let, let, let the little kid live. He got the candy. <laughs> he got the candy. <laughs> Creepy smile at the end. It was great. I, I could only imagine, like, the tremendous obstacle course they would set up with, like, traps and stuff and, like, <laughs> Well, if you get to this point, you actually deserve the candy. Well, I just Here wanted them to go. pan. I wanted them to pan out and just see all the other dead Halloween children <laughs> out on the lawn that, that couldn't avoid all the traps that were out there. I'm <laughs> gonna. I think I'm gonna wrap it up with that. That deserves the gong too. Dead children. I mean, come on. <laughs> no dead Halloween children. There's a difference. 
It's a difference. Yeah. Yes, Halloween it's, children are hard. Because when you say Halloween, it makes you think of sweets and love, you know. You're right. And dead children, obviously. And dead children. <laughs> I can't believe I just repeated that. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to add before we go to renaming and ratings? Yeah. Moral of the story is as long as you're a woman and you promise to stop killing, Batman will let you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> she wasn't even cute. Um, okay. <laughs> so let's go into it. Renaming the movies. Ralph, do you want to go first or shall I? You may go first. I will grant you this honor. Oh well, thank you very much. I appreciate your honor. All right. So mine's is not that clever, but it's just the way I felt. Batman, the long ass movie. Oh, movies? Yes. Long ass movies. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was watching the first one and I got to the second one. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch the second one. Damn. <laughs> Ralph? Batman, hear the silence. <laughs> <laughs> you took my one. That's really good, Ralph. <laughs> Mike? I would rename it It's the Long Great Pumpkin, starring Charlie Brown as Batman and Linus as Holiday. <laughs> I actually would pay to watch that. I would definitely pay to watch that movie. Okay, that's what we're doing. Linus <laughs> going out bumping off all the peanuts character. Oh, Mike, Mike, shut up. We need to do this. Snoopy's like the, the one who finally gets it at the end, but then he ends up getting killed anyway. Snoopy gets it and he gets it. <laughs> all right, all right, you sick, twisted people. Starring Lucy up. as Two Face. <laughs> <laughs> telling you we could do clay animation be great <laughs> all right let's do it ratings for batman the long halloween parts one and two ralph i give batman the long halloween part one and two seven rapey poison ivies out of ten you know she, oh. she raped the hell out of that guy like it was mm. wow okay wow at least she okay. left him with a floral scent, you know. Come on over here, Batman, and fertilize me. Oh. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to give Batman Long Halloween Part 1 and 2 six Alberto Falcone crossword puzzles out of 10. He but, <laughs> Watching him do that was just like, uh, it, this, something about it annoyed me. <laughs> well, it was just pointless. This is their way of trying to show, oh, he's smart. He does crossword puzzles. I'm like, that that was that was the that was all that you could give me, huh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Mike. Um, I'll give it a seven. This town isn't big enough for two homicidal maniacs out of ten. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Joker's all just like in the book. I mean, like all the characters in the all the Rose Gallery in the books are thrown in just for that too. Like when they're thrown in, they're just thrown in. Oh, another thing, by the way, that our wonderful hero of Gotham that, that from this movie also what what else is he doing, by the way? He's feeding Grundy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've just got a zombie murderer living in God. You're not removing him. You're not locking him up. You are feeding him. No. So I'm sure when workers go down there to fix things, you know, it's a sewer system that needs repair at times. Maybe they'll run into him. Maybe they won't. Listen, <laughs> just, just like that crazy guy at work that you keep giving candy bars to. When he finally ends up flipping out and shooting up the place, he leaves you alive because you gave him those candy bars. So you're hey, saying you that get... Batman's just afraid of him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be a detective without having smarts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there you have it. Batman, the long Halloween parts one and two. If you got a long rainy day, you can fall asleep to one of them. I mean, I guess. But <laughs> guys, don't go anywhere. Rocket review is next hi i'm mfg and this is my two-minute rocket review of the sci-fi and usa network original series chucky sit back down annabelle the original doll of death is back but this time on a weekly murder spree for nearly 35 years the good guy with bad intentions has frightened audiences on the big screen and now he's terrifying viewers at home after picking up chucky at a yard sale 14-year-old Jake discovers that his doll is possessed by the soul of serial killer Charles Lee Ray. Now, it doesn't take long before the town of Hackensack, New Jersey is beset by blood, corpses, and suspicions. 
Along for the nightmare are Jake's classmates, Devin, Lexi, and Junior. The show doesn't shy away from gratuitous slaughter, neither sparing the old nor the young from Chucky's Rampage. The series surprises with its competent and touching coming-of-age gay romance between Jake and Devin while not missing a beat of horror. Fans of the franchise will be pleased to see that all of Chucky's films are in canon, whether it's flashbacks of previous movies, conversations about Chucky's queer offspring, the insane cackling of Brad Dorf's voice, or the inclusion of fan-favorite characters, the show honors its supporters. And yes, Jennifer Kelly is still Tiffany Possessed and Nika Pierce is still Chucky Possessed. Through backstory, we learn how Charles met Tiffany and the betrayal that led the police to Charles Lee Ray at the beginning of 1988's Child's Play. Followers will be especially thrilled to follow the original Andy Barclay and his foster sister Kyle from Child's Play 1 and 2 on their mission to hunt down and destroy every copy of the maniacal Muppet. Now, this isn't your mama's simple slasher fest, as Chucky has a stomach-churning endgame. After six sequels and one reboot, the Child's Play franchise is fresher than ever, so get ready for more mayhem this year in Season 2. I give Chucky a delightfully blood-stoked 9 out of 10. I'm MFG, and that's my two-minute Rocket Review. Geeks on the go. Now it's on silence. I guess. Yeah, sure. (laughs) All right, everybody. I think we all know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute when Ralph cooperates. That's the the new intro now. That's what I'm using. Why is it all on me? All right. Because all the time. For the past 15 Geeks on the Go, more than that, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll go and say 20. You give the longest answer to the shortest question. I am How old are you? Well, age is relative. Shut the fuck up. I am on a mission from God, all right? And my <laughs> God is named Mike, who gave me a mission and said, do this or else I will smite you. <laughs> it wasn't I mean, me. Although just, smiting is my thing. <laughs> I can barely spell smite. All right. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Which episode of Batman the Animated Series would you think could make a good standalone film? Mike. Judgment Day, Deep Freeze, or Double Talk? Ask me about them later. Oh, that's good. All right. Um, Ralph. The one where he did the thing with the thing, and then the other thing happened with the thing, and I think Clayface was in it. There we go, and I hate you for it. All right. <laughs> Do you like your Batman insignia with or without the yellow oval, Ralph? Honestly, as long as it's a good Batman, who the fuck cares what the insignia right. looks like? All right, Mike. Without, leave yellow for Robin's cape so he can be shot at. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> what do you think of Clayface being made as a Batman villain in the same way Mysterio was for Spider-Man, Ralph? What does that mean? I'm going to skip you. Mike. <laughs> Long overdue. There we go. And we made it under a minute. Thank you very much. Ralph, you purposely... Wait, can we stop the timer? And no, get a no, no. You will listen to the whole timer. All right? You will listen to You're going to just it. listen in absolute silence. Everybody's driving around. Is it my car? Is it going to explode? <laughs> the same silence Batman Long Halloween used. Exactly. <laughs> So, so seriously, Ralph, I mean, Clayface, I mean, don't you think the same way they, you know, Mysterio's the master of illusion and all that other stuff, Clayface is kind of that equivalent. Don't you think that, that Batman could do that? Oh, oh yeah, most definitely, if, especially if you write Clayface well. You right. Know, because of the fact that he could be anybody, really. As, like, as, well, Clayface should be a sympathetic villain that becomes a villain. Like, you know I mean, you know, like, I mean, there should be a sympathy leading up to his disfigurement. Which then, of course, you know, then he goes into being a villain. I don't want like a completely sympathetic villain where it's like, he wasn't really a villain all along. It's like, no, I want him to be the real villain. I, I just want there to... to be sympathy for his origin. But then you realize you could have done something about this, but you've, you've fucked up. <laughs> you know? I, I would love to see a Batman Clayface team up where like Clayface actually helps Batman out for a bit. And then maybe just... does a double cross. He did that in Detective Comics two years ago. Yeah, and also the 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 I think the last Batman cartoons I forget which one. Where mm-hmm. remember like there was a new Clayface it was a black guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he was yeah, torn yeah. between like because was, he was somehow. Oh, it was the Batman. I think it was the Batman. That yeah, one. That was good. I think that was that one where he because like the same thing was also making him kind of crazy. 
the, the chemical. I, I think so. Yeah, I, I know you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say that. Um, I just think if you're gonna do Clayface, you need to have a secondary villain. I think. I mean, again, if if you try and make him the sympathetic villain, then yes, he cannot be a Stanley. It just doesn't work. But right. I think, like I said, if you went down the line of like. I mean, then again, we're not saying you're, you're you're making him out of the comics. Like you're saying that like he decides to be, I'm going to be a new force in Gotham. I think you could you could then make him a standalone, but it all depends on how you want to write him. But if you uh -huh. want him to be, if you want him to be pure sympathetic, then he, yeah, he has to be. Uh, a, he has to also be the secondary villain. He can't even be the primary villain. You so know? You, right. you're saying he can't be um, Alan Tudyk from uh, the uh, animated Harley show? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th there's that all right shout outs do we have any shout outs gentlemen um i would like to shout out you and you and you and you and you you know who you are thank you for listening i assumed it was all me well, well one of those views <laughs> might have been you if you know that it's you Oh. You can't spell Mike without you. Oh no, yeah, you can. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> shout uh, out, Mike. No, I would just like to shout out to all the people doing this wonderful job of keeping us safe out there, and also uh, just to remind everybody that New York is going mask free. So, well, well, or mask free of discretion. Let's put it that way. Um, so you know, enjoy yourselves, but. Be safe out there and to other places that are also starting to drop the mask ban. Uh, uh, sorry, not the the mask. Uh, Mandate. Word I want. Mandate, thank you. Um, you know, definitely still stay safe, but enjoy yourself. We're, we're getting a little bit closer to a brighter day, so I'm all for it right now. All I'll say, if you're looking at any polls, you stay away from me. Strippers included. <laughs> Strippers included. Um, um, shout out the usuals. South Carolina, Tinkerbell, Lady J, um, Ruben, Johannes, you know, um, Killer Kev. Ruben, that bastard. Ruben, that bastard. Um, Killer Kev, which I want to call him Daddy Kev now, you know. I just call um, him Big Papa Kev. Big Papa Kev. I don't know. I don't know if he'll, if he'll let that rock, but, you know. <laughs> Maybe if you're Dominican. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so, so now, we're, now we're throwing it out there that that's going to be very Dominican. Okay, cool. I wonder what Kev would say about that, but we'll have him on the show at some point. Oh, he's definitely got to be on for the Batman. Oh, boy. Well, he's going to force himself on. You heard him that night. Well, he better uh, clear his schedule soon. <laughs> yeah, because he won't be doing a podcast for a long time. Yeah, he better clear that schedule soon if he wants to be on. So, wah, wah. And that's him. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, you'd be like, where? Where? <laughs> Where's my bottle at? No more Jen in the cornfield jokes, yo. It's gonna be a whole new thing, man. Oh, no, no. It'll be Kev at the milky machine, man. Please. <laughs> when that baby comes out, he'll be happy to be lost in the cornfield. <laughs> he'll be running for the cornfield. Quick, Jen can't find me. I'll be home. I gotta do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Troy. Troy's right behind me, guys. Hey, what's hey, up, Troy? There? All right, so. I guess we're bringing this to a close, right? Yeah, we're trying, but you, you keep delaying it. Shut up. <laughs> so for <laughs> Mike, also known as MFG and RT Square Alpha Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. That's it.